what I do is, and there's a lot of self-loathing in this, is I put on my radio persona. You're listening to Socket Radio WSOK. And then what I do is I say, Well, Christian, what did you think of Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood? Well, Michael, what did you think of Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood? What, well, t- Tucker, what did you think of Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood? I think Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood is the best fan mod for Club Penguin I've ever played in my life, dude. Michael, what did you think? I kind of liked it. Okay, never mind. Christian, what did you think? (laughs) I regret to say this, but without exaggeration, I legitimately think that Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood is the worst video game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> you, Christian, are not the type of man to deploy that very often. I feel like <laughs> if you overuse that, I'd be like, oh, okay, here we go again. It's another bad Sonic game. But I don't recall you ever saying that about one of these before. That's, uh, it's hard to argue with. Uh, <clears throat> but here's Michael to argue. Michael, you're our JRPG expert, and this is technically a JRPG, even though it was not made in Japan. Yeah, I, I feel like we're playing fast and loose with, with semantics right now. I, it's a bad RPG, which means JRPG. Michael, yeah. <laughs> fill us in. Uh, what, is there like a, a political alignment chart for JRPGs? No, no. And it's just, okay, anyway. Anyway, so what? what is it? It's like, we've got Sonic the Hedgehog as a turn Who's that? What is that? Sonic the Hedgehog, well, he's a cool blue dude who loves adventure. Okay. okay. Uh, I think for a while he was a console's mascot, surprisingly, Whoa. and now he's in, like, periodic Olympic games, right? <laughs> he's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and people can buy him his little plushies and stuff. And, and Sure. He lends some of his sound effects to cash registers in gas stations. He is... Almost single-handedly helping Jim Carrey revive an acting career that he wants to retire from. Yes, dude. Yes, but that you're talking about the upswing. You're talking about the redemption arc. You're talking about a victory lap. Take us back to like 2009, Michael. I feel like you are probably more of an authority on where Sonic is in 2009. Nope. My impression here is that everyone, for some reason, has good feelings about the adventure games. And then... Nope. <laughs> no? Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, how, what we're like a couple years removed from Shadow and Sonic 06. I think there's like some Wii games going on right now too. And now we've got a DS game where they're trying to capitalize on the sort of second screen with that that sort of you use the stylus to move around, and you've got like quick time events in this sort of in this particular RPG with sort of the combat and stuff. You've got these like prompts where you slide the the stylus across the screen and stuff. It feels like we're we're really sort of like. What does Sonic look like in Nintendo land while Nintendo's experimenting with, with consoles and things? Sure. I don't know. You Forgive me. You correct me if I'm wrong, but that's sort of my oh. read of the world we're in right now, at, at, at least in 2009. Well, you know, Christian, I would compare this to, and go with me on this, the only mm-hmm. other era of Sonic I can compare this to is when we were deep, deep, into the Game Gear portable Sonic games, where it's like, we have no idea what's going on with Sonic. We're waiting for the next big Sonic game. What's weird is that they farm this one out to 
Bioware. Hell yeah. And that just muddies everything. Because I assume on in the Game Gear, they were just... They had, like, a Sonic team that was back there working diligently on this new Sega console's big Sonic game. Sure. And sure. now we're in the era where they're like, oh, we gave up. We yep. went to the Nintendo, so... I don't know, Bioware, your interns want to make a Sonic game? Sure. Yeah. Have fun with the end credits. Can I ask a question here? Hmm. Hmm. Does anyone know, is what kind of involvement does sort of Sega have at this point? I think Yuji Naka descends from his cum throne and he gets on the phone and he <laughs> says, put more of Big the Cat in. And then he hangs up mm. and then Bioware don't speak Japanese. So they put together a Club Penguin game and okay. no one was happy. And money was made. And I don't... You see... They didn't bring them I, back. I find it weird that you're like... That, that, that this no one happy is happy thing. Because I'm pretty sure Sonic Chronicles is considered in some parts of the 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 weird primordial ether that is, that is the Sonic fandom as one of the better games. Oh, the revisionist history alarm is ringing. No, Michael. no, that's you not me. That's not again. me. You, if you were to Google a list, I think Kotaku did a list recently of the ten best Sonic games. I'm using air quotes. This was like number six. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. yes, yeah. There's there is a, a a cadre of people out there who who really like who seem to really like this game at least. And honestly, coming into this from the era of adventure two and shadow the hedgehog i don't i don't see how this feels like a step back because to me those games are sort of messes to the point of being punchlines even though some people for some reason like adventure two i think nostalgia is a little blinding there but i don't know if do we want to start to like delve into this Michael. thing yes Michael. hi hello I'm on your side. I agree with you 100%. I co-wrote the Kotaraku article, but <laughs> yeah. Christian said it was the worst oh. game anyone's ever made. <laughs> Christian, what do you say in light of these advances? Hmm? Um, <clears throat> I, I just see what you did there. I don't. I don't like the video game. I think <laughs> it fails as an RPG. It fails as a playable product of interactive entertainment and it fails as a thing that people actually worked on hmm. with the only redeeming factor being the end credits because it unfortunately reminded me that real human beings spent a not insignificant amount of time working on this product casey hudson we love you uh hmm. but michael are you saying that this could be applied to every sonic game oh i don't know how to the majority of them Let's this say. this this what do you mean by this are you just saying that what are you saying michael i guess i'm saying that i came that my experience with sonic the hedgehog is the classic games yes. the adventure series and shadow and i think this is on the upper half of that list for me Harsh, in part dude. because i think i guess to go I, I don't think this is a good game necessarily mm. i do think it's sort of fails as an rpg because you just kind of roll through it and get points and I, there is sort of an rpg element to it it's not really deep it's not really clever there's a lot of stuff that seems like it's included and just kind of just kind of there you don't really have to engage with it like i think there's like an element system that makes no sense there's i, I just chow? I, it's, there's chow Equip i did actually chow. use the chows 
I developed a, a, a strategy that a leaned heavily on one of the chows. But okay. comparing this in my mind is still like a mostly playable game where characters are written like actual characters rather than weird little corporate one-liners or whatever. And it's not like you it's not like you're getting cut scenes where it feels like bones should be breaking as people talk or it just it 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 doesn't feel complete it doesn't feel good but it feels way more like a professional project than Shadow the Hedgehog or Sonic Adventure 2 I will not defend Sonic Adventure 2 sir or Shadow the Hedgehog <laughs> but First of all, I don't think we should ever praise a game for working, even though I do it once an episode. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that the game doesn't break and start on fire isn't really a factor for me because it's not a game I... Here was my experience of playing Sonic. Let's just let's just get it all on the table, okay? My blood's okay. up. We're talking about Sonic Chronicles, Dark Brotherhood, brought to you by Bioware. I lasted about 30 minutes before I broke the combat system by cheating because... It was only ever one horrible experience. And as soon as I realized that the rest of the game, I would have to do Paper Mario, but bad combat challenges Mm -hmm. just, just to get through the combat so that I could go to the next identical combat scenario. Because Sonic... The character does not lend himself well to the concept of my team stands on one side of the screen and the other team stands on the other, and then we go through these horrible UI menu choices to do turn-based combat in a in a game. Michael, well, I don't know because I don't think I had that kind of like guttural reaction to it. Oh, I like for me, this was a game where I sit there and ponder push the attack like button chess. sometimes push the, yeah <laughs> it's like hmm. chinese checkers oh my gosh i'm sitting here plotting diagonal moves across the board it's like mancala yeah. uh this is my cribbage um i guess just because for me like it didn't so feel sad. like it was that i i guess to some level it was like okay this is the same i'm doing the same thing every match but not that wasn't entirely the case. There is, I think, to this game's credit, some attempts to sort of change things up later on by giving you certain characters or certain enemies that don't react to certain attacks. So you do kind of have to pivot a little bit. And they do kind of force you to change sort of your the, the layout of your team by nature of sort of the, the environment, which could be good or could be bad. It's like the worst. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not the worst version of like an HM sort of thing system that exists in pokemon but it's not a good feeling like i don't want to have to carry big the cat around everywhere but uh there is like to me it was like okay we we jump in the ui is not great but a lot of i i can't hold that as like a uniquely bad feature to this game because that's something that i think plagues a lot of other rpgs and then you sometimes get these sort of quick time event prompts which i thought were I'm trying to think of I, 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 I want to kind of meet you where you're at because I understand what you're saying, but just my reaction to all of this wasn't so. It wasn't the same. It wasn't so aggressively negative. I, you get the, you get the little prompt. You slide your pen across it. it. It seemed like a way to try to incorporate sort of the stylus and, and also keep the the action kind of active in a way that maybe it isn't always for for sort of the turn based games. 
And I kind of appreciated that to the point that I was kind of enjoying it a little bit. I think maybe I'm, I'm, I'm mentally broken in some way and can mm. kind of enjoy mm-hmm. these mindless mm-hmm. activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking about a Sonic game, so yeah, yeah. we are talking about a Sonic <laughs> game. I mean, sure. and I and honestly, yeah, I, I guess, I guess I feel like I've played worse versions of this in oh, some capacity. Well, so. Christian, if you can find it in your heart to even talk <laughs> about this game, I know it hurt, hurt you. Me. Don't hurt me, Christian. Uh, uh, where did it break? Where did the light go from your eyes? Yeah. (laughs) When the Paper Mario slide the thing on the thing popped up, did that make you morose? Were you just like, ugh? Take us through. It it got worse the longer I engaged with it, the more time I had to suffer with it. Because at first it starts out and you're just attacking guys in turn-based fashion. Fine. robot dudes. It's fine. But I engaged with this with the assumption that my numbers would start going up significantly. And you have these magic points, right? They're called PP. Hmm. Sonic have big PP. What's the smell? And you start out with like eight PP. So this mirrors that Bioware, the geniuses. Yes. Where you have PP points. My legs are shaking. You have to spend the PP points to do POW moves. Without more emeralds, the monster can't transform. To do big POWs with your PP. (laughs) I did it all by myself. Those are, tend to be very good damage dealers. And you'll use like, you'll, there's POW moves that require like three characters that you have to have in your party in order to do one big POW move. And I essentially ended up banking on those to one shot everything and hoping that nothing went wrong and that everything would go fine. So... I was operating under the assumption that like a mage character like my Amy or my my cream the rabbit would get significantly more PP as they leveled up. But this is okay. You start out with like eight, and by the time you get to the end of the game, you have like maybe double that, maybe sixteen. And that's enough for like two PP moves Mm. in one battle. Then after that, it's over. You're screwed. You're stuck either using consumable items or having cream in your party every single time to use her one move Mm -hmm. that can regenerate PP, because otherwise you're screwed if you don't got your PP. Because then all you're left doing is selecting the attack action and the problem with the battle system is that it is turn-based so your characters take a turn the other characters take a turn the enemies take a turn it's all good but it's like this bizarro system where like if you select attack then your characters are going to go three times in a row and just do a regular basic attack and if you select pow a pow move they'll only go one time and they'll just use that one pow move and you're not allowed to do anything else but if you use an item, you can use an item on your first turn and then do another action on your second turn. But you can't attack first and then use an item. You have to use the item first in your turn. So you can't strategize based on what damage output there's going to be. So if your speed stat is higher than the enemies, there's no use in even using an item because it's going to get burned and end up being completely useless. Because you you, you got to attack. If you do attack, you don't have any other things you can do. You can't attack once and then defend after that. If you defend, that's all of your turns. It's like insane. Why did they why did they run into all these problems that any other turn based JRPG from the beginning of time didn't run into? 
it's just one turn take one turn and you're good but in this game they have to do like three consecutively and then they throw in these moves that take multiple turns for some reason mm -hmm. and it's it's mm -hmm. it's insane making i don't understand it stereo instructions or something i mean there's so there are power moves that don't just take up all your turns like you can sequence different power moves i mean once you hit okay. attack yeah you're committed to attacks but like the way i played it i had i had sonic do his one person power move and then i could have attack or i usually guarded so they could rebuild they could gather pp points at the end um sure, sure, sure. i also would use like a, a tails as a dedicated healer because his metabots can also re can also sort of rejuvenate pp so tails give you a good PP. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that good PP. Yeah, that good PP. Okay. So I think it's a little. There's a little more going on there, and this isn't the first sure. time I've seen this sort of like Q system. I've seen stuff like this in, I think the Tails, no Trails series. I'm sorry, not the Tails series, the Trails series, of JRPGs, where you kind of sequence things according to like speed and stuff. But um, like it was, I didn't find it as limiting like i had some I, I feel like i had some of the same kind of kind of issues like oh you commit to attack so you're just attacking the whole time and sure. then sometimes they commit you to attack into a character who guards so it's like you waste all of this and it would make more sense to do like an attack and then defend the rest of the turn but i think it was an attempt to try to capture sort of i, I don't know i don't know what my my complete thoughts on that are but i like i didn't find this as like it, it didn't really break me because I was able to make sense of the system in a way that allowed me to kind of at least plan things out. I think what kind of s took me off guard is that there are some there are some skill like power moves that 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 units have that I didn't realize existed. Like by the end, I realized Shadow has an instant kill attack. Mm -hmm. it, it feels like there's there's stuff to explore, but it also doesn't really feel like you're incentivized to explore if that makes sense. And I'm not really sure how to kind of expound on that other than I got locked into a strategy pretty quickly and it was the only one that really made sense based on sort of, you know, this, this shuffle between power moves and healing and, and, and sort of rejuvenating PP and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm making sense right now. I apologize. No, I got that. you. But for me, as a person who enjoys having fun playing video games, you know, like, like, uh, like enjoyment, <laughs> like excitement or like, I like, I like when I like play a game and like dopamine happens in my brain or something. <laughs> um, the stuff you guys are talking about. And again, I didn't really interface, if you will, with the combat so much. Cause I just said it. So all my attacks did nine, nine, nine damage and it still mm. took forever to get through this game. But the stuff you're talking about is to me, like the reverse of how I would design a game or how I would want a game design, where it's like, oh, the thing you're doing, now you can't do it because this guy you can't hit with this attack. And that's not really fun because you're weaker. You're having to work around a weakness that the game is introducing. Whereas mm -hmm. I would want to be, I would want to find ways to be more powerful or be challenged in some other way other than just. I can't use one attack, so I'll have to use a different attack. To me, that's like, put me to sleep. I don't, that's, <laughs> I'm done. I don't, this game, I'm done. Drop it. From a, a sort of an outsider perspective, that seems like what the combat system, how it evolves over the course of the game, is it just goes from, 
I have all my guys and I just queue up a bunch of attacks and wait for them to happen to the end of the game where it's like, well, I'm having to queue up specific attacks against specific enemies and I'll have one character that just kind of does one thing like Tails can heal or this one Cream can rejuvenate the PP of the team members. To me, that's not... That is the, like the bottom basement of like JRPG design because it's just like, it's just like, you know, you just do the thing. It's like that type of thing. But never in any of this did it give me a feeling of like, oh, this makes sense why you would make a Sonic RPG because you can do this or this or this. (laughs) Never did that happen. I was just like, oh, this feels like a bad JRPG that they threw Sonic characters into. And I guess... Knuckles is like the strong one or something. Or Tails can mm. fly, I guess. And that's how you would have these archetypes. But it never felt like it was springing forth. Like, oh, this makes sense. This is why we're doing this. We have passion for this project. No. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, this is someone being told that they should make a, a JRPG, but make it Sonic. Imagine which already getting does mad. Feel, Imagine yeah, going to already work. feels kind of limiting because you have to think of... You know, the appeal of Sonic the Hedgehog is that he, he, he goes fast, right? This is an active, ideally an active game, understanding that that's sort of been challenged over the course of its, its, its history. So the idea then of taking that and slowing it down to, to a turn-based RPG does feel sort of contradictory. So I think working with that, within that, I do think you have to kind of think of ways to maybe work speed or movement into into the combat and they do i do think they try i think that's what sort of the 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 paper mario prompts are like i think that's what sort of the 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 sequencing system is like because you you do end up having an effect where the characters with higher speeds end up getting maybe a third attack they come first in the queue and uh you also have these weird chase oh my god i forgot all about the weird chase sequences they're not like they're not good. I, I'm not going to defend those, but I think they're an attempt to try to reconcile Sonic the Hedgehog as the 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 guy who wanna go fast with sort of a game that inherently forces you to slow down and think typically. Sure. And as it's interesting to me that they did they went with that and not something like a more active JRPG sort of battle system like you find in like a Chrono Trigger or some of the Final Fantasy yeah. games. But yeah. um but I think that's what they're trying to do here. And it honestly worked for me in a way in that it did make me consider sort of keeping a faster character on my team other than Sonic. Because sometimes you, they do sort of force you into situations where you have to make a, you're making like two different teams. Sonic's assigned to the one and you have like Knuckles or Dr. Robotnik leading the other. So you do start. Th- so for me, that was like a prompt to like, okay, I, I do want to consider uh, a quick attacker, and and Shadow was always sort of my backup quick attacker. But like, like it made me think about these things. And then with the the sort of Paper Mario prompts, that does sort of keep you actively engaged in a way outside of just you know pushing attack and letting it roll through. You do have to consider like blocking with these sort of like touchscreen prompts, or or it does sort of. You, to effectively hit a, a power move, you do have to do that. And for me, that was enough, I think, to sort of keep me engaged with what was otherwise a pretty rudimentary JRPG. But but do those change at all? Or the I mean, you're just like sliding from A to B, right? 
It's like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They, Are you playing they, elite beat agents? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, s- uh, Tatake Wendan or the submarine mini games from Sonic Rush Adventure? <laughs> All these great games featuring the Sonic Chronicles of Dark Brotherhood battle mechanics. I mean, they switch it up in that sort of your defense prompts change as new as the bad guys get different attacks. It's not like at the end of the day, you're either poking the screen or sliding the, the Hell yeah. sliding your stylus over it in some capacity. That's all I um, want. Give me that. Well, you <laughs> go to a have store this right RPG now. Here, you can't get it in a store, or you can't, and you can't buy it digitally. But there was a time though on mm-hmm. eBay. Yeah, for the tasty price of I don't have eBay open, so I don't know. Christian, getting some sour grapes about the combat. That's fine. Hey, that's whatever. You know, sometimes the game just doesn't hit. You're playing it. And it's like everybody loves this game. Kotaku says this is the second best Sonic game. Of all time, but you're like, oh, the combat, I wish it was a little bit better. But tell me you weren't absorbed in four warring alien factions depend on Sonic to do? Or Robotnik made robots something? And you? That was the one redeeming quality that I found in this video game. was like the alien stuff where they don't like you and then you help out and then they do like you or something. Uh Tale as old as time, whatever. You sure. can use it in a Bioware game. Why not? Yeah. Starring Sonic the Hedgehog. The rest of the story stuff, I don't know. It's, it happened. There's yeah. Army Guy. Oh, There's that's a spy right. or something. Rouge the Bat. Oh, that's right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Vector's there a little bit. Don't don't leave out yeah. my man Vector, the detective. Big the Cat wants his frogs. Big the Cat wants well, his frogs. Well, Big the frogs. Cat is like immune to like tear gas or something, right? Like he can just kind of wander <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah. Which is this whole system that drove me absolutely batty where it's like you have your JRPG party where they all smoosh together like in Final Fantasy VII, but then it's like, yo, this gap, you got to be like level three tails. And then you got to like switch to level three tails and then he can he can zoom over the gap to do what? I don't know. Explore this wonderful, vibrant collection of like seven areas that are a pain to get around. And then there's... Like, there's quests. Dude, I love hey. dragging my stylus across a 2D picture so I can complete quests. <laughs> Cha-ching! I can't defend sort of the, the exploration in this game. I think it was less grating to me as it went on and I got used to it, but it is... I'd agree. It's like these weird 2D maps... They aren't intuitive about where you go to get from point A to point B. Like just yeah. sometimes there's a prompt that lets you fly up a platform or, or or something. And and yeah, you have to. That sort of mandates certain characters be in your party too for the combat. So no matter what, you have to drag Big the Cat out into the world or I guess uh, as well. you have to use a uh, I think towards the end there's like a teleport mechanic that I didn't realize existed mm-hmm. and you have to have shadow or you have to have the other oh the other kid call or whatever the like weird yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like I can't defend and like the reward for this is what chests with these consumable items there's no like sometimes there's like an there's <laughs> yeah. a, an item you can equip to your your characters but it's not like that's not like at the end of the day, I had like by about a, maybe a fifth of the way into this game, I already sort of had items on all of my characters that yeah. were working fine enough. Yeah. 
Like, it didn't feel like they meaningfully affected speed or meaningfully affected attack or anything like that. It's not like you're you're going to a sort of a deep RPG build or something. It's like, <laughs> okay, you give, you, yeah, it's just like you give Sonic the boots so he go little fast. Yeah. Um, and I do have to make a quick correction. It was not Kotaku. It was Polygon. Oh, mm, that's even more superior. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? Uh, I actually... If there was a part of this game I liked, it was maybe just exploring like that first city you get to. Except, yeah, well, yeah, well, that's a whole other thing. But there's something chintzy and kind of cute about these like horrible deviant art areas they've drawn for you. And you can just kind of wander around and the map fills in and that's satisfying. It's like, okay, fine. Uh, when it gets to the point where it's like you have to go on the specific route through the rooftops and stuff, that's where they kind of lose me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mind the walking around so much in the towns. I thought that was all right. You can do loop-de-loops. Yeah, you have to do loop-de-loops. <laughs> Feels yeah. so good. You go so fast. Really doesn't make it's sense nice. if you think about it. I mean, <laughs> why? Well... Why can't game. you just spawn a? <laughs> why can't you just use knuckles to climb up everything, or just use tails to fly everywhere? Well, so, 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 so. But uh, yeah, the loopy loop thing is weird because I don't know. I don't know. The, that was one of the things that kind of bothered me about even the the concept of a Sonic RPG is ideally the games are about movement, right? You're you're Sonic, sure. you're going fast, and sometimes you have roller coaster like maps. How do you replicate that in a JRPG? And I don't think the answer is you pop up a Sonic, walk up to a little prompt, push the little button, and then he goes and goes over a loop-de-loop. Yeah. And that's how you get to a part of the map. God, it's so silly. Like you, it'd, be, it'd make more sense if it was like, even if it was like the little mini games that you had in like Sonic 2, where you're just going in a straight line and you're like moving yeah. to different parts of the screen or something yeah. to get the... the the emeralds but no but no they do this weird it just doesn't make it didn't make the most sense to me and then like some of the 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 side quests you get are also aren't it's like what help gun guy beat boss or something and it's not it's not like it it doesn't feel like they they reward exploring that much so it just feels like filler it was like, not in a bad way. I wasn't, like, disgusted by it, but it's just, like, any time I would talk to someone, I'm just like, oh, this game's not that long. This is how you make it longer, is you just talk to people. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. You can make conversation decisions, though. Yeah. Name your tales or whatever. It's like, there might be important information in some of the decisions. Or you could be like, You might want to click Sonic. on them all. Yeah. <laughs> nice face tales. Oh, that's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then you can have sex with Tails if he likes you. Did those have, like, any kind of impact on the gameplay at all? Mm. It didn't feel like they did, mm. but I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, exploring the decision tree, really. No. <laughs> no, you didn't <laughs> sit there and go through every option and then check the codex to see what you, yeah. what information you gleaned. I checked my morality system, Ooh. Outlaw Sonic. Ooh, your karma has gone down. Watch yourself. Nobody liked that. <laughs> That's right. That is so true. Uh, yeah, I don't... If... 
I feel like, Michael, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but I think maybe part of your defense of this game is maybe that it takes the Sonic characters and it does more with them than we're accustomed to, because truly Sonic is just like three words per game, and it's like, and then he's done, and that's the rest of the game. But if you throw a bunch of words into Sonic's mouth, I'm not sure it actually amounts to much. I don't think he has a lot to say, necessarily. A lot right, of but expository I also... Type. Right, Stuff. but I also don't feel like Sonic is really the... Or anybody. I think there's something going on with Knuckles, at least, as a character. But we've done that so many times. I, I know we have, but to me this was like... It felt... Coming out of like Shadow the Hedgehog and Sonic Adventure 2, having characters sort of actually react to things happening in the environment with more than just a a pithy line here and there... It, 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 to me, that maybe because I haven't played every single Sonic the Hedgehog game since nineteen twenty-two or whatever, but uh, to me, it, it it did feel meaningfully different to have to sit there and have like Knuckles wonder what it means to not be the last echidna or something. As weird as it sounds, saying those words in that order coming out of my mouth, because at the end of the day, it's like, what are you saying? It's it's nonsense, but. Like it does feel as though there are sort of attempts to have characters at least try and interact with the story and evolve with the story in some way. Yeah. It doesn't it's not really like deep. I mean you I think the most you get is is really coming from Knuckles as a character, being like, I'm no longer the last echidna and whether that affects his decision and you know it's not his decisions and it's you know it's not going to. He's he's generic good guy number three. But it at least seems like there's an attempt to have these characters communicate with what's happening rather than have, you know, have Sonic meet someone who looks just like him and introduce himself as a cool blue dude who just loves adventure while he's in space trying to save the world from a giant death ray or, or something. You're, you're, you're selling me. That sounds exciting. (laughs) That sounds vibrant and dynamic. Does it? Does it? No. We love Sonic Adventure too, right? Oh, well, in parts. <laughs> Get off my back, man. Rouge. Rouge isn't driving a penis car here. She's that's just true. along for the ride and telling you some things are stupid. But at least that's like more of a reaction into <laughs> what is happening than you get out of all these other more these other attempts to make a more narrative focused yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog game. It, it it really just feels to me like comic book style like this is this could be an adaptation of a comic book storyline and i'm not aware of or something which i mean it it very much aims for that i think too because they don't have conventional cutscenes here they have oh my god they have the comic panels which i actually kind of liked michael but (laughs) you're gonna run for office someday dude and they're gonna point right back at this podcast yeah uh, this will be the thing that ends my, my political career, uh, uh, not so spirited defense of Sonic Chronicles. I'm already distancing myself from this project. <laughs> I don't know this man. He was here once. He's, He's not usually on the show. Okay. He, was, he, he talked was about pee pee a bunch. <laughs> he sure did. Rejuvenating pee pee. Oh, soundtrack's pretty good, huh? I liked mm. it. Mm. I know it's a meme that it's bad, but mm. it's. It's like outsider music. It's like you had people it's come not. together. Who it is. It's like You're someone. You're making me cry. <laughs> yeah. It's like someone said, hey, 
they they gave someone soundtrack duties who had never listened to a video game soundtrack. No. And they came up with this I, weird plinky plonky thing. I so disagree. You're making it sound like this is like Jandek for Sonic or something, and it's not, Michael. <laughs> All that happened is they had music and then they put the wrong instruments in it in Fruity Loops or something. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> you're, the way you're describing outsider music is like music but wrong. And I don't think that's what it is. I don't know. It sort I of is, say I guess. That. It's just, it's, it's different. <laughs> it, it, it is different. There it's are different, some especially for Especially for Sonic the Hedgehog, which is a series that seems like it has a very specific, or at least at, at, two, at two different points in its sort of iteration as a franchise, had very specific ideas as to what a soundtrack should be like. That's fair. And now we have this thing that's just like... <laughs> plinking and plonking out of tune and stuff and it's weird and <laughs> and I liked it and never I was expecting it to kind of wear thin and to get really annoyed with it but that never actually happened for oh. me so I I don't know yeah I mean of my issues with the game the soundtrack is not an issue it is what it is it's interesting I think it's fun it's fun. It's something to gawk at. It's like, oh, wow. They it's put like, this out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it's an oddity and not in a way that's bad. I feel like this game, this series has so many oddities in ways that are, are not offensive, but aren't good. And this one's here and it's just like, we made a weird soundtrack for a JRPG Sonic game. God bless him for it. Christian? Yeah? Let me ask you a question. Sure. You've played a lot of games, right? A couple. I'm still working on it, though. Okay. Let me. Well, let me split this into two. <laughs> let me split this into two questions. If we, you are a man, who will jump into something whole hog, and just like <laughs> I'm gonna read all the Watchmen books, including the bad ones. I'm gonna sure. watch the movie. Blah 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 blah. Would you ever have played this game if we were not subjugated by fiction or whatever's happening here? Sure. Absolutely not. No. There was a late night where I was six hours in and I was like, this is maybe the closest I've come to actually putting something down and never looking back again. Yeah. That's freedom. That's true freedom. That's not my liberty. That's not my freedom to choose. I understand. I understand. I'm here to suffer through the bad music and uh, finding out that I have to go to some location, but I didn't talk to the right NPC, so the correct spot didn't pop up yet. Or I'm stuck missing every single attack I make in the late game because apparently I didn't put the right points in the right stat. So my stat is lower than the enemy's stat, so every single attack is whiffing, so I'm stuck using my pal moves because I played the game wrong. Mm. Mm. We feasting right now. We feasting. I'm here for it. Okay. So I want to, I guess, maybe not ask. I don't know if this is a question or a comment, but is the way this game's played that people just kind of fumble into the correct way of playing it? Because I feel like mm-hmm. I didn't have any of these issues where my stats meant were were interacting with the game in a way where I couldn't effectively do any of the fighting or do any of the battles or anything like that. Like, that I never got to effective. this really <laughs> like I never got to this point where the game was just a brick wall for me. Like well, in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Like like by design. Maybe not by like 
just the overall game presentation and things because I could see that yes I could see yes. easily seeing I could, I could easily see this being the kind of game that you get not even six hours and like maybe a half hour and then thinking oh my god I hate this and putting why it down forever why is Sonic but as far raft? as like as far as like physical yeah why is he on a raft what's going um, on but as like a physical like like as far as like the actual like like combat goes, I never got to a point where there was like a brick wall and I just couldn't work around it or or the game didn't function for me. And I'm curious if maybe I just accidentally fumbled into the right way to play this game or not. Well, for me, the brick wall was not difficult. That's for sure. But I didn't get that far with it. But I had no issue, you know, doing the same attack five times to kill an enemy. And then moving to the next enemy in line, I just was watching my soul die because what happens is I just calculate the time of my life that I'm spending doing that with no mm. variables involved. And it sounds like towards mm. the end, you do have more variables involved. And I guess that's a good thing. But to me, it didn't feel like at the end of the game when I had all the superpowers and I was doing 999 damage and I could do basically whatever I wanted. And the first hour of the game, when I didn't have any of that, and I was just doing basic combat, it felt exactly the same to me. It was just like, mm. I'm just doing the most powerful attack until the person dies, and then I heal if I need help. Mm. And if you throw in the fact that maybe your stats actually have an effect on it, and not, and it's that thing again where it's like, not in a good way, not like, oh, I, my stats are really helping me, and this is fun. It's like in a bad way, it's like, we're punishing you because you didn't put the stats in the right place. That's like, woof, no guilt about the cheat code thing, because I'm just like, that's not a game at that point. That's a fact you go read or something. Or you stumble into it. I guess I, yeah, I guess I just or kind of work it out, into, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Because like, I also wasn't at this point where I was playing this, where I was, I was thinking of just doing the hard, the, the biggest attack I can yeah. at the beginning. And that was my strategy. I was like, like I had like a, a, to me, this was like a methodical thing. Like but I, I have Sonic do this attack. I have Tails queue up a heal. I'm going to have this one defend so their their HP doesn't go down too much. While I have, I don't know, I think like a couple groups have like area attacks or something. Or I have Shadow do his insta-kill on one of these small guys over here so I don't have to worry about him later on. I, I, I was actively thinking as I played this. It wasn't like just spam big attack and call it done. Seems like you're describing this weird situation where you don't want to spend as little time with the game <laughs> as possible or something you see the way you talk about this i feel like you have this little you know like how how like in cartoon cartoon jails the characters have like the little marks on the wall like yep yep, yep. j32 why am i still here <laughs> yeah let me out uh, parole's only five years away <laughs> i'm clinking my glass or my cup on the the bars. Uh, why did I ever suggest people play a Sonic RPG? Oh, why did they <laughs> but, like, make it? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, because I just, I never had that kind That's of an encounter game, with this game. Every single game. Well, I don't know. I mean, at some level, I sat down and I was like, I'm going to play the Sonic RPG and get whatever I get out of it. No, I'm saying I'm broken. I'm saying every single <laughs> game, I want to spend as few minutes with it as possible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in that case, why you're even playing a JRPG to begin with? Exactly, dude. That's like you're like you're already in a, a at least a twenty hour commitment at that point, most likely more. Value my time, Sonic. I value yours. 
<laughs> you see, what I think is sort of nice about this one is it's not like a hard JRPG. You're not spending time out in the wild grinding or anything like that. As you kind of level up, you just kind of, as you kind of just play through it, you just kind of level up. At least that was my experience. And then they, they auto-level the characters for you as well. Or mm -hmm. They don't auto-level, but they get XP too as they're sitting on the ship doing nothing. Yeah. So it's That's not nice. like you're, you're at this point where like, oh shit, I have to go out and grind Big the Cat. So yeah. That's almost surprising that they do that. It seems at odds with the mm. tenor of the rest of the game where it's like, yeah, yeah we'll throw you a bone. We're making this take way too long, but we're not going to make it take hell. We got your back, dude. Bioware. Yeah. Michael. It's weird to me that this comes right after Mass Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect mm. is kind of busted also, though. It, Yeah, it is, but it's busted in a way that feels... Feels good. Feels right. Yeah, it doesn't feel... It, it feels like they were, aim, they were swinging for a home run in a weird way. Like, they're trying out this new, new hitting style and they're going for the bases and something and that's not what this is this is like a a, a one-off spin-off or i think wasn't supposed to be a one-off spin-off but ended up being a one-off spin-off yeah, mm. can you imagine if there was like a sub-series and it's like sad chronicles seven the credits hint towards a sequel oh my god they do cue it up for that they're like they they ended on a cliffhanger and then Sonic and Tails talk through the, the, the credits afterwards. They're like, are we going to get out of this one? Well, we'll find out next time. But in the meantime, thanks, Joe. Wait, what? Joe McJosephson, uh, who, who worked in audio design. What? I have no recollection of what you're talking about, but it sounds yep. insane. I think Tails canonically says the words Dragon Age. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, never mind. I take back what I said about this game. This game is pretty cool. Christian, do you have any closing thoughts on Sonic Chronicles: The Dark? Brother? It's I don't. I, it's it didn't do it for me when I'm stuck there, white knuckling my DS stylus, staring at the blaring bottom screen, praying that the game doesn't skip a frame so that I don't miss the one quick time event that I gotta hit because I have to hit them perfectly, lest the attack be a complete miss, which is the complete opposite of how. Mario and Luigi and Paper Mario does things. Just a complete stress fest <clears throat> that was rife with the potential of me wasting 10 of my minutes because I would have had to restart from the last save or the beginning of the battle. It wasn't a recipe for a good time. <laughs> Play this game on an emulator, folks. There you Do go. It. Yep. Yep. Hex yep. edit your health to yes. infinite and you're off to the races. Hell yeah. Michael, you played this on a Nintendo DS. I did. And how did you walk away from that? Not That's not how I meant that question to be phrased. How did you <laughs> feel after, now that the journey is over, where are, you, where are we at? Well, now that the journey is over, I, I don't regret my time spent with this, I guess. Yeah. It's not... I feel like there's a lot of shovelware kind of thrown under the DS because people are trying to make sense of sort of Nintendo's attempt at at switching up a console system. And and there's a lot of experimenting, and I don't think this works 100%. But I, like, I came away from this feeling like, okay, I played a game on my DS, and I, for the most part, enjoyed it. Mm. And I felt okay. I wasn't, like, soul-shattered at the end of this. 
or anything like that. It didn't feel like I had uh, a burden had been lifted off my shoulders when I finished this game. Every game for me, Michael. Every game. Yeah, is every a burden. Game. Uh, I want a t-shirt that says that. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a little more Vector the Crocodile. Yes, yes, we or know, s- we know. We've seen your folder on your desktop in the homework folder. Right, right. <sighs> well, it, I, I switched folders now because I, that was too much of a security mm-hmm. risk. I see, I see. I didn't want people knowing. So, Did you come There's away no from this, Michael? Because hmm. unlike us, you've played a fair amount of Sonic games, I would say, for a human being with a soul. I feel like you have put the time <laughs> in. But did you come away from this where it's like, hmm... Maybe these other bad Sonic games aren't so bad. Maybe I should revisit the, you know, the wiki and work through some <laughs> of this stuff. Uh, I'm never touching Sonic Adventure 2 again, if that is what okay. the question All right. is, All right. is, is asking. Uh, yeah, there's just so, so can... many to choose from. And it, I'm, I can't speak from experience here, but if you were like, yeah, Sonic Chronicles of the Dark Brother, I feel like the world is open to you because there's this whole, there's 50 games you could go play now where it's like Tail Sky Adventure. That that sounds great. <laughs> it's a cottage industry. <laughs> That's exactly right. Industry. I guess I'm not sure I fully understand the question. The question is, now that you realize that you could like any random Sonic game, are you excited to go through and play Sonic games? Because maybe you like one of them? Kind of. Ah! But I was always kind of thinking of playing some of the sort of <laughs> oh the many redheaded stepchildren of the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. You learned the exact wrong lesson from this experience. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm looking at the socket list right now and seeing a bunch of stupid names, but yeah. I kind of want to try Chaotix. I have sure. 06 over here, thanks to a, a, a kind gift from my friend mm-hmm. Tucker. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go back to it, even though that game's actually broken in a way where it's unplayable at times. I just, yes. I don't know. Like, there, there are times that are, where I'm curious, and there are times... I, I guess I would say there are, there are games I'm curious about, and this hasn't dampened that. Okay. Okay. Like, I'm not going to sit here and go through every Sonic the Hedgehog video game because I think that's a fool's errand, and I'm surprised well, you guys no. are still going at it. No, I mean, however many games into this you are, but. We do play Sonic the Fighters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Sonic Frontiers is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ballin' Wonderworld. Whatever. It's all good. Michael, go play Nights into Dreams, dude, and just be done. Just be like, this is the only good Sonic game because it doesn't have Sonic in it. And call it a day. That's what I would do. And Sonic CD, of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, Michael. I do have Sonic CD on standby. Thank you. Wait, does it have both of the Japanese and American soundtracks? Mm. Uh, I don't know, but I'm now excited to find out. Oh, my gosh. Michael, in front of you, is there a red list with white text? There is, yes. yes. Christian, do you have the same list in front of you? I do believe so. Okay. Where would we like to put Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood in this list of games? So we, we should establish a ceiling, perhaps. Sure. <clears throat> now, Michael... I don't feel like this is my my race to have a horse in would you put it in the top half or the bottom half oh it's bottom half okay that's that's okay that's that's or okay it would be sort of average 
for me. This is like okay. middle. This is mid. So mid. <laughs> this is mid. It's mid, but to me, conceptually, it's a little more interesting than mid. But it's 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 we're in the we're in the low middle pack here. Is okay. the nicest thing I'll say about that. But okay, so maybe law of averages. I'm doing math in my head. Somewhere between mid and the worst game I've ever played. That's just where we need to work between. Right, and I when I say mid, I'm thinking like. You know how if you were to like break this up, there would be like a clear There's a sonic rock block bolt. at the bottom. There's a rock block, there is sort of the middle block, and then there's the high tier, and then in between you have like different right like like imagine an epoch map, right? Or like a, a deep time map. Um, the top chunk is only three games long though. Right? <laughs> nope. right, right. And that's 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 the 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 Pleistocene or whatever. <laughs> so I'm thinking like this is in the middle and this is yeah. like the the bottom chunk of that middle block. Uh, okay. And that would be my ceiling. Uh, okay. Okay. So if I said bubble bobble, is that w within the realm that you're talking about? Where's bubble bobble? Oh my god, this list is huge. Fifty. Guys are busy. What the hell? Um, We've been doing. This I would a long put it below maybe. bubble bobble. For me, <laughs> recoded territory. Recoded territory. Okay. Yeah. 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 Territory. Not location. Territory. <laughs> no. Yes, and that's. Okay. This. I mean, this exists in that same sort of mental sphere for me. Is like this is. This exists as an experiment in an established franchise that isn't very good, but I don't. Hate it. I don't dislike it. Christian, and I'm... I got something out of it. <laughs> Sorry. And that's valuable. I'm not discounting that. Christian. Yeah. I have a bombshell to drop. Do you Ooh, have any yeah. adjustments to the course that we're setting right now before I drop this bombshell? Drop it. I think the criterion we should be using is Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, it's a common ground. Okay. It's a good yardstick. Yeah, we've talked about it a lot. I think this game is worse than Sonic Adventure 2. <clears throat> Michael, do you have some thoughts on the matter? I think this is better than Sonic Adventure 2, but I really don't like Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah, neither do we, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, where would you... What's your comparison point there, Chris? Hmm. I don't know. These are pretty bad games. Yeah, um, so much time has passed. It's like all the rough edges have been sanded down by time. Yeah, you know? that's the nice part about it. Yeah. yeah. How? We got Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation <laughs> right there, which I totally didn't just 100% a second time. I uh -huh. swear. And it's even worse on the Vita. Woo! She's weaning. She's weaning. Woo! Um... What if this game belongs between Sonic Drift and Shadow the Hedgehog? I mean, I like it more than Shadow the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. I also think it's better than Sonic Adventure 2, but I think the bad parts of Sonic Adventure 2 are like embedded in my mind, or like mm -hmm. burned into my brain. Yeah. Rouge drives a penis car. Mm -hmm. 
there's a space shuttle underneath the Great Pyramids. God, that stuff's great, though. You're talking about the great it's stuff. bad, though. Sonic... I, they're the Let's weird chaos them. things that just... <laughs> Maria! Maria! <laughs> um, that stuff's all there really are levels good. that are... Un- there are robot levels. The last robot yeah. level is like one of the worst experiences I've had in a video game. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, this I guess again, this isn't my 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 horse race here. Drop it wherever you want to drop it, but I just I, I feel like I came away from <laughs> from the Dark Brotherhood thinking I didn't play one of the worst things I've ever experienced. While with Adventure 2, I felt like this game shouldn't have been released. Well, we through um, inebriation have put Sonic Adventure 2 like 15 spots up the from the bottom of the list somehow. Um, <laughs> That's scary. Boy, I don't think the Rye Star uh, song is this long, so I'm gonna have to loop it, which is no fun. Oh. Chris, I need a I need a hard answer: Sonic Adventure 2 or Sonic Chronicles: Dark Brotherhood. Ooh. I do think Dark Brotherhood's worse, unfortunately. Okay, okay. I'm not opposed to the Drift, Sonic Drift, Shadow the Hedgehog sandwich. Okay. I'm willing to concede that. Okay. Where you, personally, where would you put it? The bottom of the list. Bottom of the list? Yeah, I would have no hesitation if it was just me, myself, and I. That's so crazy. That's I feel like we played different video games. That's That's the beauty of the Nintendo DS system. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Whoa. Oh, man, I want to mediate this then, I guess, because I don't <laughs> think it falls at the very bottom. I think there's things to like about it. Sure. I think I came up with like one and a half things to like about it. So. Bum, 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 More than some yeah. games on this list. <laughs> Between Sonic Drift and Shadow the Hedgehog is just calling to me. That just seems like a good spot for it. I don't know. I mean, again, I, I'm okay with that. Okay. And like I said, we've been doing this a long time. Sometimes you look at this list and maybe it doesn't make sense. Maybe things are in the wrong spot because we at the time thought... Or maybe at the time we were just like, I don't know, put it somewhere, you know? Totally. This list, though it is 100% canonical and true, it's a little messy sometimes and... Maybe Sonic Adventure 2 could be worse than this game in some ways and still be above it on the list. That makes sense, right? Sure. I'm politicking yeah. my way through this. Okay. No, it works. It works. Okay. It works. Then I'm going to play. Like life, it's a little messy. Yeah. Like Sonic. So I'm going to put it between Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog is a humanist. <laughs> humanist franchise after all. Oh, that's great. Michael, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, okay. all right, Christian. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. No, I, I appreciate it. I'm sorry that I kind of mumbled my way through this, but I was I, I enjoyed being able stuff. to talk about this with you. Yeah, it's fun. It's more fun than the game sometimes. Talk about it, but. All the times. <laughs>